Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless each and every one of you this morning. Praise God. We have a lot to look forward to today. Jesus is here. Amen. We can expect, when we come into the presence of God, when we come into a church service, when we come into a place of prayer, we can expect great things to happen. Not because we're good, not because uh, we've done things to deserve something special. We do deserve special things from God because of who He's created us to be, because of the finished work of Jesus at Calvary. But we can't earn anything from Him. We can't do enough good When we come into His presence, though, we can come boldly, and we can expect awesome things of an awesome God. Amen. And I I feel like we can do that here today. We can do it on a Wednesday service. We can do it on Monday morning when we wake up and greet the presence of God. Amen. Let's all stand. Jesus is here today, and He wants to do something special in our lives. Praise God. And if we will commit to that, if we will believe that and move forward with that understanding, I believe that He's going to do awesome things for you today. Praise God. Let's go to Him in prayer. Lord Jesus, You are so great. You are so good. You are so wondrous and so glorious, so awesome. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are high and lifted up in this place. Your train does fill the temple. You sit upon the throne. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Hallelujah, Jesus. There is nothing that you cannot do. There is nothing too hard or difficult for you. All things are possible with you. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence in this place today. Your manifest presence. We feel the presence of God. We're going to hear your voice and feel your touch. We purpose in our hearts today that we're going to enter into your presence, striving if necessary to hear Your voice and to feel Your touch and to receive of You all that You have for us today. Hallelujah, Jesus. We exalt, laud, magnify the name of our Lord Jesus Christ here. You are high and lifted up. We worship and we praise You. We thank You, Lord, for all that You're about to do in this place. Things that have already been determined in the Spirit. Things that are yea and amen. Already have taken place in the Spirit. We look forward to their manifestation in the physical here this morning. Above all else, Lord, that Your great and mighty name would be glorified here today. And these things we ask in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Praise God. Praise God. He's worthy of worship, church. He's worthy of all praise. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for standing today. You can be seated. Before we begin, I want to thank everybody for coming out uh, yesterday morning. I feel like we got everything done uh, in a decent amount of time. And uh, I do want us to continue to pray about those initiatives as the Lord lays them on your heart. Amen. Uh, In any case, I am so excited about the future. I am so excited about what God has in store for His people in the weeks, months, years that we have left here in this economy. Amen. Before we're translated into eternity. And we're all looking forward to what we have there. Praise God. Joshua chapter 24, starting with the first verse, that's where we're going to read our Scripture text today. We're on Lesson 2.4. 
As for me and my house, Joshua chapter, chapter 24 and verse 1 begins with this. Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers. And they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said unto all the people, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in old time, even Terah, the father of Abraham, and the father of Nacor, and they served other gods. And I took your father Abraham from the other side of the flood, and led him throughout all the land of Canaan, and multiplied his seed, and gave him Isaac. And I gave unto Isaac Jacob and Esau. And I gave unto Esau Mount Seir to possess it, but Jacob and his children went down into Egypt. I sent Moses also, and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt according to that which I did among them. And afterward I brought you out. And I brought your fathers out of Egypt. And ye came under the sea, and the Egyptians pursued after your fathers with chariots and horsemen unto the Red Sea. And when they cried unto the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians, and brought the sea upon them, and covered them. And your eyes have seen what I have done in Egypt, and ye dwelt in the wilderness a long season." And I brought you into the land of the Amorites, which dwelt on the other side Jordan. And they fought with you. And I gave them into your hand, that you might possess their land. And I destroyed them from before you. Then Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose and warred against Israel, and sent and called Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not hearken unto Balaam. Therefore he blessed you still. So I delivered you out of his hand. And you went over Jordan and came unto Jericho, and the men of Jericho fought against you, the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Gergesites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And I delivered them into your hand. And I sent the hornet before you, which drave them out from before you, even the two kings of the Amorites, but not with thy sword, nor with thy bow. And I have given you a land for which ye did not labor, and cities which ye built not. And ye dwelt in them. Of the vineyards and olive yards which ye planted not, do ye eat. Now therefore fear the Lord, and serve Him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood, and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house... We will serve the Lord. Amen. What a statement from Joshua. By way of review, last week we talked about the challenge of Jericho. They faced Jericho. They faced a, in, the, in the physical an insurmountable obstacle. With the training they had, with the equipment they had, it would have been impossible for them to breach those walls. But God gave Joshua a very unconventional, a very weird battle plan. They were to march around the walls six days, once a day, and keep completely quiet. On the seventh day, you'll march seven times and then shout with a great shout, and God will give you victory. And that's exactly what happened when they obeyed the plan perfectly. From that we learn we've got to choose to obey even when we don't understand God's plan. God will tell us weird and strange things. God will give us difficult uh, scenarios. And we don't understand how or why or when, but all we have to do is follow and obey. And when we do, 
we are assured and we can stay confident that God will come through in that situation. Because of Israelites' obedience to God's entire plan, God gave them victory over over Jericho. And that's the only reason they had victory. They had a promise. But they had to believe the promise with their actions. They needed obedient faith in the promise of God. And when that was demonstrated, when they followed God's plan perfectly, then God fulfilled the promise that He gave them. When we obey God, God's promises will come to pass in our lives. <clears throat> and that's something that we can bank on, church. That's something that we can build our lives upon. When we demonstrate obedient faith in the promises of God, God will, will, will come through. Period. It has to happen. There's nothing that can happen against that except our disobedience, our lack of faith. Our weekly devotionals. I intend to, to just review these very quickly. Uh, hopefully we're going through those. These are, these are really excellent devotionals. Uh, day one, the obel and the shofar, the ram's horn and the trumpet. At first frightened the children of Israel at Mount Sinai and later their enemies at Jericho. But in both cases, that sound represented God's power and His presence and His dominion over that situation. Amen. That is an assurance that we have. Whatever situation we face, whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, God is there with us in the midst of it. And whether we hear Him trumpeting mightily or whether we hear His still small voice, we understand that in every situation, He's there with us. Amen. We are not alone in that case. Day two. When the ark went before the children of Israel, it was the very presence of God leading them into the unknown. When we purpose in our hearts to follow Jesus, no matter where He leads us, we're demonstrating faith in Him, and through faith, God will give us victory. Again, demonstrating our obedient faith in His covenant promises. When He tells us to follow, we simply follow. We don't need to know where. Sometimes He'll tell us, and that's great. But if He doesn't, that's fine too. We put our trust in Him. When Abraham went from Ur of Chaldees at the commandment of the Lord, he didn't know where he was going. He was being separated from everybody, everything he knew, to follow the command of God. But when he did, God blessed him. And even as he was going, church, he wasn't going alone. He was supposed to go alone physically, but he didn't. But he was going in the presence of God. He was following the presence of God into the promise of God. Amen. Day three, God saves Rahab the harlot, one whom would have been looked down on in polite society. God, however, saves her along with the precious metals of Jericho. God sees beauty in what this world would classify as broken and worthless. For those less discerning, that means you and me. Amen. God can see who we are meant to be and works tirelessly to bring that person out. Praise God. A diamond in the rough, as it were. Day four. When we praise God for a victory that hasn't happened yet, we're demonstrating our faith in His covenant promises. When the promises of God are involved, the victory has already been established in the Spirit. We talked about that. 
So go ahead and get excited. Worship and praise God. Because the physical results, they're going to catch up. It's already determined in the Spirit. God has already determined it to take place. The Word has gone forth. The Word of God has gone forth. Nothing comes against that, folks. Nothing can override it. Nothing can supersede it. Nothing can line item veto God's Word. It will come to pass exactly as He said it would. Whether it's immediate, a day, a week, a month, a year. But we can rest assured and we can stay confident